you're pretty. You're, oh boy. Yeah, we're, 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 gonna, we're, we're gonna start. This is a good start. Yeah, we're gonna start with this. Welcome to uh, welcome to another Sunday edition of Church and Other Drugs. Uh, my name's Jed. We got Andrew Shipman and Kenan Kofke back again. Um, so colonoscopies. Yes, I my over Christmas break. I've been so every time a doctor asks me um anything run in the family any pre-existing conditions anything like that i've been saying no no my entire family is fit as a fiddle nothing of that sort no cancers <laughs> no nothing and i i can't remember how it got brought up over christmas but my mom was like oh no colon cancer absolutely like that's what your that's what your uh great grandpa died from was colon cancer and i was like what and it's just like yeah and your cousin yeah like yeah it really runs like, in, in the family they're like everybody had it yes. that's the gravy by the way yeah, there was it literally there was it was shepherd's pie actually uh and then and then that was on mom's side and then like and then on your dad's side is heart disease and i was like what the fuck dude so that just freaked me out so yes i will need a colonoscopy but not until what like 45 i think 45 See, is the new age they're saying 45 is a new age my mom told me 40 because she just had like a couple biopsies on polyps done sorry mom i know this is like hipaa violation but not, yes. like it runs in my family now too so i'm like great that'll be coming yeah up like well and, and then the other so then the other person that was um that was there started talking about how colonoscopies can go wrong and like the camera <laughs> apparently it happens a lot where like the tube just punctures your intestines and bam you need a colostomy bag all because of colonoscopy have, i don't it's think it's camera always, footage though so insurance should cover it i don't think it always goes that far though i know like my um, um uh, i think your mic did. just cut out oh yeah say that again you're good oh. now all right um my uncle had an issue like that where like it didn't end like that but he had like like he was bleeding like they had done something uh, they shouldn't have they had, oh nicked, God. They, they had nicked something and they had to go back and fix it oh no and i was like i was like that's pretty scary like that made me never want one exactly that is that's probably up there in the top three of man's greatest fears uh bear attack and rectal bleeding yeah, who wants that? Probably. Yeah. What would be like number surprise three? Surprise unknown. Uh, oh, so, dick injury. For sure. Dude, that's uh, number yeah, one. Probably. That's probably number one. Yeah. 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 Of any kind, like steak or the fish oh. swimming up your urine stream. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. That, that Amazon uh, fish. Yes. Yep. Dude. Oh. I mean, I, like as a kid, things, let's be honest. As a kid, you're like, oh, quicksand's going to be horrible, but you never deal with it. But then you hear real life stories of that Amazon fish. You're like, no, thanks. Yeah. Never go and swim in there. No. Well, if you do, just don't pee in the water. What if you wear a condom? Why don't you just wear a condom the whole time? Oh, that's true. Did you see that recent? Uh, it was floating around. And I don't know if it was like a Durex ad, but it was floating around Reddit where they put a Durex condom over a cucumber and they just started going at it with a meat cleaver. And it just like the cucumber inside was wrecked, but the condom was fine. Yeah. Huh. I don't believe it. Mythbusters. 
<laughs> dude go go look it up um so what's uh so ironically last last sunday or two two sundays ago what was it we were like what if the apocalypse happened and then the apocalypse happened <laughs> At least the beginning stages. At least the beginning stages. So we, uh, among other things, today we we thought we'd talk about Ukraine versus uh, Mother Russia. Mother Russia. Mother Russia. Oh, Russia Russia versus everybody. Let's let's reframe this. It's actually Putin versus Ukraine. Yes, correct, correct. The well before that, a quick. So you know how. So once again, I set I set my alarm to try to make it to uh, in person church today. I just oh, I just see it. I wake up, I see it, and I just hit snooze. And so I didn't do it again. So then I just you know um, signed on to watch the live stream of Woodland Hills Church and and guess what the sermon was about? Tithing. No, it, it was it was it was it was basically about how um, this day and age you can log into any church in the world and in you know you have this individualistic faith, but that's not what it's supposed to be yeah. in the power of like corporate worship and corporate prayer. And I was like, damn it! Was this actually convicting? Uh... I actually, a little bit. I I went I went to a. I'm gonna say the words house church, but that's not completely true. But I did go to a house and do church with people this morning. Well, yeah. I would love that. How was so that? We, so, uh, it's the second week we did it. Actually, we did it last Sunday with some good friends of ours that are have wanted to do this for a while. That are also completely misplaced from church, and it was. I like it. Um, it adds in, I mean, we're watching church on TV, but, um, you know, with one or two other couples. So it gives you the sense of like the relational community piece, like where you can talk about stuff and you can actually have like community, but you're also like receiving, you know, the some sermon and some worship to some level. And it kind of feels, it kind of feels like real church. It's not the same, but it gets a few steps closer. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that would actually be great if I could have like a few or if I could have some people uh, come over and watch that together and have discussion and prayer. Yeah, I would feel like that's Yeah, that's closer. Um, and, the, and, and the super and the super like uh, shitty part that I'm about to say is is the best part about it is you get to invite people you like and nobody else. Oh yeah, which is uh, <laughs> which is completely antithetical to the gospel. You should yeah. probably only invite people you don't like. <laughs> you think so? Gosh, I don't know. That's it's, it's so hard. It's, it's nice though. I mean, to, well, okay. You did say the last time. I think I don't know if you said it on the podcast or just when we were talking some other time. But you had brought up the fact that when you found that group part of what drew you to it and made you have a reaction to it was that they were people that you were connected to. Yes. True. So there is something good about that. I'm not saying you don't need some push and pull, but like having people you trust and people who understand you is pretty awesome. Well, 
Do you yeah, think that ahead. could be a symptom of um, like church shopping and how people travel further for churches? Unlike mm. something where the Catholic church has your local diocese. So it's your neighborhood of people, you know, well, and, and well, here's the thing too, about mm. people that you don't like, because in that small group, there were the people that I knew and were friends with. And then there were people that I have seen before, but never had a single interaction with them or beyond like, Hey, how you doing? Um, and after they spoke up, I was like, Oh, okay. You're really cool. So it's, it's, even if you invite people that you quote, don't get along with or don't like eventually, uh, you can you'll probably, yeah, you'll probably be friends with them. So I guess maybe that's, I, you know, I was going to say, too. if you had a, a common belief and like a higher power, that might help. That's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> well I will correct Shut myself. Up. I probably didn't really mean, I don't really mean people you don't like. If I'm being totally honest, like even when I was in my large church, you know, and we like I was part of a mega church in this area that was quite big. And I can't really say there were people I did not like or, or you know, it's it's not like I had interactions where I like hated people it was just there's some people that you connect to easily and there's other people that just aren't on the same wavelength as you and they're just hard to connect with it doesn't mean you can't be in community with them but i'm never going to be like a deep friend with that person probably right you know what i mean or should you be you should have that expectation that not everyone's the same right exactly exactly right yeah so so if you get to pick you're going to pick people who are a little more like-minded in general, I think. And that's kind of nice. Because that's the interesting thing as well, is that so Jesus was kind and loving to everyone, but he kept a pretty tight, small circle. He did. 12 isn't that small, but wasn't, wasn't he only really close to like, the, like what was three. it? The three or the, yeah. Um, and he didn't really like lay roots down. You know, like he went, obviously his ministry was something different, but like he went from like city to city and he, even when people oh. begged him to stay, he was like, no, nah, I'm moving on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the Jesus, the original Irish goodbye. <laughs> Fly it out. Um, so I started watching this show, 30 Coins. Have you ever heard of it? Nope. Mm-mm. It's a, it's a Spanish horror show. And it's about uh, this is like the second time this has come up in in pop culture recently, which is interesting. Um, So it's basically about uh, this father, this uh, this pastor in a small Spanish town. And he finds out that, oh, what's gosh, it's it's got this. It's got a very interesting theological viewpoint so basically um there is this opposite catholic church you can think basically it's like this uh secret society and they're essentially opposite catholics like they have inverted crosses and they're trying to collect the 30 coins of judas because they believe that like objects of suffering have the most spiritual power and their whole belief is kind of like um, basically that God essentially is the author of evil. It's kind of like, how can he not be? It's kind of that theological idea of like, okay, 
if God's in control of the world, then he like uses Satan and the demons to bring about his ultimate glory. And so they've kind of latched on to the idea of, so evil is actually good because it's bringing about God's goodness. It's just really, really interesting. That's um, interesting. So yeah. at the very, at the very least evil is a vehicle for good. Yes. Yes. But huh. it's, yeah, but then, you know, they get deceived by old Satan. Of course. He was behind it from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then the other one, I just watched a movie called The Cursed last night. It's in theaters. It's like a werewolf movie, but the twist is... I like I heard of that one. Werewolves are created by... Um, uh, like Judas's silver was melted into a set of fangs. That's and awesome. when you bite someone with those fangs, it curses them with, yeah, by it, gypsies well, that's a made cool it. Premise. It is love, a really I, cool premise. Yeah, I was going to say, I do it's like a that really premise. cool premise. Um, hmm. so yeah, the, the only thing I've been watching, I watched The Big Short twice. Oh, oh yeah, two times. That's yeah. Hurt, huh? Well, I watched it once and then I forced my wife to watch it. She didn't care for it as much as I did, <laughs> turns out. But that's yeah, all right. I loved it, honestly. Like, yeah. Not to Excuse take me. a not to take a turn into uh, the markets, but I, I did <laughs> so I, last week. I do. I do totally. <laughs> you're right, right? Um, I do totally see why you keep referencing it because it does explain. The movie does a great job, not only like showing the picture of what happened during that but also explaining it even if Be- it is margot robbie in a bathtub telling you what the definition of what cdos are but that, that's why but it it's was hilarious awesome. exactly that's yeah. why it's hilarious like, like selena gomez uh, yeah i really have learned a lot from um gosh what's his name not adam. Why, am I, why am i thinking adam scott who directed those um Oh, who directed the big short? Yeah, he he did Vice and he did Don't Look Up. Uh, see, Adam, I haven't watched Adam Adam, Adam, yet, Adam Crossword. Adam Crossword. Oh my gosh! It literally says that. I just looked mm, it up. Am I wrong? That's, that's not it. Hold on. It's hang um, on, hang on. Adam McKay. Why does like, it say that? Oh, Adam, McKay. Adam McKay. I don't know. Yeah, he he up. he was the guy that did like Step Brothers and Talladega Nights, and now he's switched over to these, uh, like political, true story comedy things. I think Step Brothers was a true story. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Of course. Of course. And then there is the, uh, GameStop documentary coming out. Yeah, is that- HBO Max, March third. Is that really happening? And also, I don't know about. Oh, that. that's happening. That's <laughs> also the same night that um, what's his face he used to be do the news on Comedy Central. John, John Stewart. Stewart. John Stewart. I was just yeah, watching. He has him. an Apple. He has an Apple TV show that is also doing a GameStop episode that same night. I I, I tried to watch an episode of his Apple TV. It is just you you're you're never gonna get as good as the Daily, Daily Show. show. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week tonight with John Oliver's is pretty good. You ever watch that? I've watched John I, Oliver. I, I haven't yeah, watched that show. It's 
it is, you know, everybody's got their bias though. And it's kind of like, once you, once you understand that it's hard to, I don't know. Well, it's hard not to see it. Like, like I noticed it with um, like Stephen Colbert, like, Mm -hmm. like I kind of like him. I do like him. I actually like him like as a person, but like you, his his political bet is so out there that it's just like, uh, yeah, like you can't really avoid seeing that it's through a filter. (laughs) So like everyone, well, uh, well, shut up, Kenan. Hilariously, (laughs) all the, uh, so apparently all it took is, is something real to happen for everyone to forget about joe rogan destroying the country everything god like, ah, dude all well, right so it's it's good though because yeah. it breaks us out of quote-unquote the norm and maybe back to reality somebody uh a quote i read recently which was really poignant about how it was an observation about how everyone's kind of behind uh president is it Zelensky? Mm-hmm. Um Volodymyr Zelensky. Yeah, and, and somebody somebody said um we've been desperate everyone's been desperate for a leader we can all get behind. And that was yeah. or they said we've been starved for a leader we can all get behind. Which is true. And and that's funny. That's been going on since Jesus's time, right? It's it's like we all everybody wants somebody we can all feel like they are representative of us i guess it's it's a weird human thing i'm not even sure all the words you just said are real representative <laughs> representative <laughs> Rep- no no keep trying it's fine we have time some someone that is representative well, yeah that's... <laughs> no man is, is i think that that's sounded. Right? That sounded even worse. <laughs> Whatever. No, but I get what you're saying. Like someone that someone you think represents you. the common interest. And even though President Zelensky is not from the U.S., you're like, that is a cool dude based yes. on his actions. Yes. Yep. What What did he say when uh, everyone, everyone um, was like, hey, we'll get you out of there. And he said, I don't need a ride. I need bullets. Yeah. yeah. Just so many. Yeah, that's so I had compiled a list of basically the most badass headlines of the Ukraine thing going on. So first Welcome to Jed's top 10. Do, 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 do. Bear, bear. Top 10 Ukraine <laughs> things happening right now. Number one, the ghost of Kiev. Is that even pronouncing <laughs> it right? I like it. I don't care. <laughs> the ghost of Kiev. Outgunned, outmaneuvered. One man defies the entire Russian Air Force. So this may or may not be true, but what did you call it, Kenan? Their version of Captain America, man. Yes, he he has now been elevated to folk hero status. So the, the rumor is that it is a single Ukrainian Air Force pilot in a MiG just wrecking shop. Oh, and this is—is is this the guy that supposedly got shot down, and then they're calling like the ghost of Kiev or something like that? Is that that guy? 
Yes, Did the ghost of the ghost of Kiev is in fact the ghost of Kiev. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I think is that right, Kenan? Uh, I don't know. No, I just, so uh... Uh, people are saying it's probably rumor because like somebody was like, "Well, this is how many bullets those planes can hold," so it's impossible that he shot down nine. Or if he did, it was anyway. It's called reloading people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe he just goes and gets a new plane. You Who knows gotta, what he's doing? You just gotta press they, X. They got one hot and ready for him, like little Caesars. Just hop out <laughs> of the one, hop into the next one. Maybe um, he didn't shoot them all. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe he, he just, just looked at him. No, he, he just Fuck Norris ain't got nothing on the ghost to keep. He just whipped his giant dong out and slapped <laughs> him <laughs> midair. Either way. That is a cool. Um, that is a cool story. Uh, number two, we're all getting matching tattoos. By the way, what? we're gonna get matching ghost of ghost well, of Keith tattoos. Yeah, people are saying that. Hopefully, sure. they're like, I can't wait for that movie to come out, which would be amazing. Michael Bay's got to do it though. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, number two, Rambo yeah. the dog. I haven't heard this one yet. I have not either. Rambo the dog. Hold on, let me get let me get official. Um, why is his name Rambo? Fucking why not? Why dude? wouldn't it be? So well, you know. Uh, sorry, give me one second. He is adorable. He is adorable. He's a little puppy. Um. So Ukrainian soldiers on the front line of the conflict with Russia-backed separatists rescued this adorable puppy who now works for them as a watchdog. Um, So these soldiers saw this like little itty bitty dog out there shivering in the cold. And uh, one Ukrainian soldier was quoted saying he used to be so tiny he could fit in one hand. And they uh, brought them into their barracks and they said that he is really good at alerting them to the sounds of strangers outside. Like he'll just be sleeping and then be like, yip, 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 yip. and so nice. they call him Rambo the dog. And he's like the this official little, um, little mascot. So that's adorable. Can you hear me? All right. My headphones died. So I just... uh, yeah, that actually sounds a little better. Oh no! Now that's really now, quiet. Now you now you sound terrible. Yeah, it sounds like you got a bag. Like yeah, it sounds n- like you, there's a bag over your mouth or something. You know what that, I mean? Like, well, now it just says you're muted. Well, that too. <laughs> God, he's so unprofessional. God, this is a live broadcast, Kenan. There we go. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, we're good. We're good. We're good. Um, number three, Snake Island. Snake <laughs> Island. Yeah, yeah this one. This one is badass. Yeah, Kenan, you you want to take Snake Island? Okay, so this was either the first or second day of the invasion. I mean, it's only been like what four or five. Yeah. Um, a Russian warship came upon Snake Island, which is on the outskirts of their border. And announced themselves to the Ukrainian island. This is a Russian warship. Please surrender before we destroy you and all hell breaks loose. Well, their response of the 13 soldiers on the island was Russian warship. Go F yourself. 
and they were all promptly destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Which, to me, that speaks <laughs> volumes of, like, protecting your own country. Yeah. And I, mean, and I bet it reflects Zelensky's leadership, too. Dude, I bet you're I, right I, on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like, somebody... Um, somebody noted just because there's been a bunch of pictures of of Zelensky drinking coffee with the soldiers and just being like think about the morale boost you've got the the damn president sitting next to you like let's do this I feel like I I know I'm I know I'm hijacking your top whatever number but I just read one let's see if this is in there that this just it's a one sentence Ukraine Ukraine man's uh, can be seen carrying a mine with his bare hands, reportedly removed it from a bridge in southern Ukraine, all while smoking a cigarette. Yes, that 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 wasn't on the list, but uh, interruption, badass moment. Um, yeah, it's just a great video. He's like straight up stereotypically Ukrainian looking guy, just smoking. Looks like a Marlboro 100 lit cigarette. And he's holding a mine, like his arms are outstretched and he's just, doo, 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 doo. he's just walking it off the street and he just think goes about, and puts it in the woods. Think about how freaking crazy that is. Dude. You got I mean, you imagine your grandpa telling you that story? Like back in my day. Yeah, we remember mines mine. by hand. Yeah, <laughs> dude, no, I cannot. I cannot. Um, number three is going to be the badass babushka. Sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds. seeds. Yeah. Sunflower yeah. seeds. Killer. Um. So there's the video of the woman confronting a heavily armed Russian soldier. She says, "What the f are you doing here?" Your occupants, your fascists, what the F are you doing on our land with all these guns? Take these seeds and put them in your pockets so at least sunflowers were, will grow when you all lie down here. Oh, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> From this moment, you are cursed, I'm telling you. You fucking came here <laughs> uninvited. Gosh, dude. They're badass. Yeah, bro. If an old woman told me I'm cursed, like I'm fine, I'm gone. I'm out of there, dude. Um, I, I really do think you probably nailed it though, Kenan. Like with with that probably being at least at least the the people certainly are affected by their leader. And he is a badass. You know what I mean? Well, and like, he, was an, he was like an actor previously. He did movies. That's so weird. Oh, awesome. well, we had a previous actor president who was pretty badass also. Uh, <laughs> right he was again. in a little movie called Home Alone 2, Escape. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was seen in a certain hotel and he got that cameo because he refused to let them film there unless he was given a cameo. That's a true story about Well, Ch- well Reagan was an Cheeto. actor. <laughs> really? Yeah. Reagan you don't know our own country's history, Chad. Good Lord. Um, well, Barack- I got to leave now. See you guys. <laughs> Bar- Barack Obama was an actor, too, in a, uh, a Skinamax film called <laughs> Bukak Obama. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, not many people have uh, not many people have seen that one. Uh, and, with, and with that, this podcast will never see the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, all right, this isn't really. Uh, I guess we're on number four. This is more of a highlighting the stupid. This one, I guess, we'll, I'll I'll lump in just highlighting. I honestly kind of feel bad for some of these Russian soldiers. So. Yep. The the two POWs, one of them was 20. They look like children, bro. There was another video of a Russian soldier who got, uh, I guess, I don't know, isolated or captured by Ukrainians. And he's just head, ha- head in his hands, sobbing. He's just crying. And they're just mm-hmm. basically like, what are you doing here? Um, two other Russians uh, were in a tank. They ran out of gas, so they went into a Ukrainian police station to ask for fuel and were <laughs> promptly detained. There's- so do you think like one way that this could go is that like I wonder how much support the military, like the Russian military actually give Putin? Like, do they think he's crazy too? Are they like, we don't want they to do. be doing this? Well, let, all right. Well, let me let me let me let me yeah. finish up the countdown before. Yeah, um, do it. So, oh, and then uh, on the lumping in of the Russian military is inept. Um, there's another great video of it, it, the, the tone of some of these interactions is so surreal. But there was a Russian tanker broke down on the side of the road. And this guy filming from his car pulls up next to him, rolls down his window and goes, hey, you want me to push you back to Russia? And the Russian soldiers just laugh. They're like, ah, 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 and they just drive off. It's like, that's so bizarre. And uh, the last one is going to be the Georgian uh, Bulker captain. Have you heard that one? No. So a uh, Russian ship had run out of fuel, and they're talking to a Georgian, uh, the captain of a Georgian Bulker vessel. And he replies, Russian ship, go fuck yourself. And the Russians say, but we're out of fuel. And he says, so you can row to shore. <laughs> Classic, dude. And uh, that that ends the countdown of. Uh... It doesn't seem like normal war behavior, to be honest. No, it, well, like 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 if a Russian asked for fuel from their enemy, wouldn't in most wars that enemy just go, we're sinking you. Yeah, I <laughs> like... know. It's, it's weird. Well, so. This is. The the other the other there's been tons of videos of them uh, Ukrainians capturing Russian tanks and they're just filming the 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 state of those vehicles. They mm-hmm. look like shit. They look they're busted up. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 this is almost hilariously backfired. So someone was talking about how like North Korea, they just keep threatening to act. Right. And without acting, it's it's more frightening. Russia finally made good on a threat. And everyone's Mm -hmm. like, you are trash. Like your military is awful. Like you're you're very inept, apparently. So it's here's the thing. This is the first time they got shut down because they did Crimea. Yeah, that's true. Like, they've made two previous moves and were fairly successful. And this time, Ukraine's like, nah, we're good. Get out. Yeah. So, 
that that you know and then the scary thing was today that putin activated the nuclear deterrent which could just be a, a massive flex it also could like i don't so you know and then you also have uh russia being pulled from swift which is the international banking that's a big one that's a huge one that's a huge one that's that affects yeah. like five percent gdp stuff yeah it's gonna be gonna be like they, disabling yeah they've already shown videos of there being a run on the banks so like there's like just long ass lines at the atm of people wanting to pull out the money this also tanked the crypto market again yeah <laughs> i don't want to i was just talking to kenan about that before we started <laughs> um but i don't know so what it it this to me it it's almost getting more scary because it's like putin is being embarrassed it's it you know there's you know over three thousand animal in a corner that's what i'm saying it's scary and the russian people are a it seems to be largely against it. You know, over 3000 Russian Russians have been arrested protesting it, which God bless them. That takes some serious cojones. Yeah. The first day they arrested like 1800 people in protest. And I and like, like God I'm thinking, be what with does this them. not backfire against Putin? Like, how does this not, they just overthrow him. Like I know uh, as an oligarchy, yeah. so people with money kind of rule, but if we're shutting down like the entire banking industry in Russia and someone posted flight trackers of oligarch planes leaving Russia, oh, I'm, shit. I'm curious to see what happens. Well, I'm kind of scared, though, because another quote that was frightening was, do you think that if Hitler had the capability to take millions of people with him, he would have committed suicide alone? And it was like, yeah. yeah, it's I don't like it. And, but no. a lot of people don't think that Putin's going to make it through this. But I guess it's like it could be his last hurrah. Yeah. Which is not good. Yeah. There also have been a few precedent of, you know, he, he <clears throat> there are other people that have their finger on the buttons. And there have been times where russians there was two times during the cold war where russians refused where like they were given the order to launch nukes and they didn't at the last minute so that's also a possibility of people that just were like no we're not going to do this so i also want to bring up i saw a story that the taliban condemned russia's invasion oh that's interesting yeah there, and someone's like, you know, it's bad huh. when the Taliban is telling you to chill out. That's like when my drug dealer told me, like, I need to calm down. <laughs> it's a bad sign. Yo, yeah, it's a bad <laughs> sign. He's like, yo, homie, I'm kind of worried about you. Shut up. Um, that was the other thing I had on my list. I do hope that this wakes people up, like all the pity people are having for Ukrainian citizens where was that pity for Afghani citizens, for Iranian citizens, for Iraqi citizens, right? It, it, I, you know, I'm not liking the look of the parallels here. I think you have to factor in the nuclear armament because all of a sudden, oh, no, this could affect me. Yeah, well, that's, not, that's always someone else in mind. another country is being oppressed. This is, oh, no, we, like this is a worldwide situation. Yeah, that's true. 
I, I just hope it, yeah, hopefully going forward, people <clears throat> will, and of course people would say, well, they didn't attack the U.S. And it's like, well, but that was a small, a very small, that would, that would be like, you know, Mobile, Alabama attacking and then us bombing the, you know, the state of Alabama. Right. Is that an accurate? Like attacking the Capitol. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, okay, yes. But it wasn't the whole damn country with all their citizens. Right. So it's still war is just not no bueno. So this is sovereign nation attacking sovereign nation. Yes. So I'm going to ask a naive question. That's why we're here. And I'll give you an uneducated but confident answer. Well, that's what I want. But so who's with Russia? Is anybody on Russia's side on this? So China, maybe like they could. So I thought about China. China's a scary country. So like, that's what I want to know. Semi condemned it. Okay. Yeah. But but watch watch them on the slick be like, but uh, give me all that gas. You, well, and that's the thing. Yes. Well, what, yeah. There's several sorry, votes. Sorry. There's several votes over the last couple of days that have taken place, and like, um, I think it was NATO nations. Like India didn't speak up during one of the votes, so they didn't condemn or support. But like Switzerland finally took a stance on like the Swift banking thing, which traditionally they're pretty neutral, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, the reason I asked was because I'm like, and this is going to sound naive and probably imperialistic, but um, like if Russia is by itself acting alone and most of the countries are condemning them, I mean, how much power do they really have? Like to like, let's say, let's say they were like, screw you, you US, like we're going to do such and such. What exactly can they do that won't just that won't like um, end in them just being annihilated? Well, we'll get annihilated. Like, we're not the they're not the only ones get annihilated. They yeah. have a huge armament. Yeah, I, I know they do. But seeing how most of Russia seems to not be behind it, like, but that that's the fear, though. That's the fear. It would not, not a democracy. They're an autocracy. Yeah. So you're saying like the really the big fear, and this is probably a naive statement, but the the big fear is that he just unleashes nuclear yes. missiles everywhere and correct. And we just have to deal with the fallout. Correct. Yep. No, this will be dead. Because yeah. if if yeah. if one country launches, then counter strikes are also launched. Right. Right. They'd all so. be going to Russia, of course. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Good old Matthew Broderick. <laughs> does 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 Putin, does Putin like? Does he actually? have the power to do that unilaterally like without like can, well, is the well, that, button in that, his that, office where just crazy person can push the button well you know that's what I mean? that's what i was saying is that there i, I believe there is a chance uh, i mean nobody really knows there there is a chance though that that there are other people that could stop him right that's what i'm wondering if like everybody's really not on the same page as him and he's acting kind of crazy i'm wondering you know, yeah. is there somebody in his government that's going yeah, to be like, I mean, there's well, a relax, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, but it's I, drug dealing. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know though, man. It's just it's scary. It's scary. Scary stuff's going on. Yeah. It'd be yeah. nice if this wasn't a possibility. If we had no nukes. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> well, if we didn't have nukes, yeah, I know. There would probably <laughs> just be more like land invasions and like you I know, know. They, I know they do carry a uh whatever a mutually assured destruction kind of like security but yes until somebody is crazy yeah it, it, it seems like one of those things it's hard to believe that it's real and i don't think anyone really thinks that it would ever happen right like nobody do, do any of you really believe that the world will eventually end in a nuclear holocaust? In my heart of hearts, I don't think so. But then there's always that voice behind me that's like, but yeah, it could. I mean, it, it could. Like, who's to say? You know, it's like, I mean, in any of the terrible wars that where countries are just torn apart, like, did they think it was going to happen? <laughs> you know, it's like right. Well, but this is this this would be this would. I be, know this would be bigger, but yeah, yeah. Well, that's I mean, I mean, orders of magnitude. I mean, we're talking. Sure. The, the survivors put, are back to the Stone Age, right? We need to put our world leaders in a boxing ring and just say, "Hey, you guys go at it." Absolutely, absolutely. Single combat, trial by like, combat. Fine, to the death if you want. We'll just. We'll go with it. We just don't want to sacrifice our own children. Absolutely. That's much too fair. That'll never happen. (laughs) I mean, Putin still might win because he looks pretty jacked on that horse. But Uh, There's that. Have you seen that video of Putin (laughs) playing a a hockey game and they let him score like nine goals and he's taken a victory lap and he skates onto a carpet and just eats shit in front of everyone? (laughs) I, su- I suggest you go watch it. It's very funny. I was I was just laughing because and not in a good way because I was just imagining if 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 our champion was Biden in the ring. Yeah. Oh God, be- he would just get hit and explode into a, <laughs> a, a, a powder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Poof. Yeah, Biden is such an idiot. Not touching it, dude. I'm going <laughs> for Schwarzenegger again then. I would yeah we we, yeah I don't even want to get into the president thing but I do you know whatever I'm just over all this bro one okay so this is brought up by Andrew and I a little bit previously with the fact that since everyone has a cell phone or a camera in their pocket Mm. we're seeing live footage from the front lines for the from the actual people involved in it which is decentralization of media. Like we could have a decentralization of governments. You could apply to be a citizen of any country. Theoretically, you'd be like, Oh, I like this set of ideals. Let's just ascribe to it and not be bound by a land border. Yeah. Like a Netflix subscription service. Like, Oh, Swedish sounds great this month. Let's just go. Oh yeah. Let's try it out. I, if, but it's not, yeah, you know, you need money to do that. You're, that's what you pay your taxes for. What? 
But how are you going to have the money to just globe hop every month? No, you don't. Want, you, no, this is this is a real not bunny bound trail. by land. <laughs> you just say, "I know," and this is far reaching. And you can say, <laughs> "Man, I want to subscribe to the." Oh, Netherlands I see what you're saying. Month. My taxes this month is my subscription fee. I want all the benefits of a. Oh, that's hilarious! Of yeah, of a Swiss, of a Swiss, a, a, a Swiss citizenship. So I'm gonna just pay my taxes there, basically. You can't yeah. carry. You can't carry a, a scimitar. Uh, uh, actually, I'm Moroccan this month, so <laughs> yeah, I <Yep>. am. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I think I think back to the, oh, back to the original point. You're Kevin welcome. <laughs> like I like I had said, my daughter, who's 18, you know, she's on TikTok. And like, obviously she's not a child, but most kids are on TikTok, right? Between like, or, or Snapchat or, you know, similar platforms or Instagram, like for my 18 year old daughter to be able to see frontline devastation, like of like what happens in war is pretty shocking. Well, here's the thing. So every, so one of the big deterrents to war was everybody saw it, right? enter the iraq war and they put a moratorium on showing that right and so Mm -hmm. that's part of the reason it went on for so long because nobody saw it right you know right there there it was like the vietnam they used to have right vietnam and korean didn't they like on local news they would they would yeah they would put a list of the the KOAs or the POWs and all that, that was not happening with. So I'm glad it's happening again. Cause hopefully it's like, people are seeing. Well, you can't ignore it. You can't ignore it. Exactly. So, you you know cannot ignore it. And what I've, and what I'm seeing that's weird. And I saw it today because my daughter was telling me stuff and my responses are not great. Like, like I think I'm a product of growing up in a fairly peaceful time where Things, you know, happen in other countries, but like, I'm not affected by it for the most part in my life. So like when my daughter says like, oh, this terrible thing's happening and look at this video of like this fighter jet, you know, bombing this like residential place. Or yeah, whatever, that, that, I, I sent you know, that one to my mom and she didn't want to watch it either. That's so when you see that, like, and she says that to me, like my actual initial response, I'm not, I'm not like proud to say is things like, well, that's war. Mm. like you you know i will say things like that where it's like well yeah that's terrible but that is what happens in wars which is true but it's also horrific yes and and like me saying that is fairly dismissive what it's really saying is is like during wars generally speaking i don't know i just know terrible things happen and so i'm just going to put it in that category without really thinking about it oh that another sorry this just reminded me because i did i this was just such an awful thing. Um, what are they called? Butterfly mortars. So one of the things Russia will do is they'll carpet bomb um, these butterfly mortars that have like a 40 minute delayed fuse. So the, the idea is they carpet bomb a city with them. People go outside to clean them up and they're designed to maim there. It's a tactic to clog up the hospital system. They're not designed to kill. So like, all these bombs fall. People think they're duds. They go out to clean them up. They blow up and just maim people. They're banned by the Geneva Convention, but Russia oh. uses them. Oh, that's shitty. Yeah. Well, so they, they, were tell, they were telling people, like, if you see this, like, do not pick it up. 
there is a Russian Spetsnaz group that were dressed in Ukrainian uniforms and got captured. Gosh, and that, dude. And like that was against Geneva Convention because they didn't identify themselves when they like apparently there's some sort of loophole like where you could kind of try to wear someone else's uniform, but you should identify yourself if asked. And they did it. Well, and here's well, the thing too, to. like Britain sent 33 uh commandos to Ukraine like months ago. That just kind of flew. Like if you don't think that there's, you know, I'm I'm I would bet all the money I have that there are probably some US uh operatives doing shit there. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure there is. So. And the DL. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, exactly. I think we'd, exactly. Be, we'd be naive to not think that we have some presence. Yeah. Even if it's not on a large military scale. Yep. Oh, man. So, in summary, mm. it sucks. And, and, on, and on the real, I, I did, and part of, um, I did join like a corporate prayer for Ukraine thing. And it had, I have to, I have to check my own because yes, it's far away. It doesn't directly affect me. So I have to, I have to, I'm really trying to remember to humanize it and really be like, this is an awful thing. And I need to be seeking God's help in a resolution. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I need to remember, like, cause I can, um I, I realized it's like I never prayed for stuff like the Afghan war or anything like that I never thought it was you know what I mean it was like th- yeah. those types of things I never thought it was important but I've actually been trying to you know pray for things like this I don't know why I always just it, it just I don't know it didn't seem like it or it could it could factor in with the whole news coverage thing because now that it's more real and more humanized you're seeing those people firsthand you can be like Oh my gosh, they're human too. Like that could be my sister. Yeah. Videotaping right. her last night, just showing the socks her mother knitted her 10 years ago. And yeah. they might not be there tomorrow. Like that's well, insane. Isn't that kind yeah. of how the Ukraine president, I think I heard this. I didn't actually see the speech, but did he do like a speech where he basically, he did that, right? Like where he like um, kind of appealed he said, to this the human be- side. Yeah, like where he said, like, this might be the last time you see me. He did say that. Well, he also said stuff about like um, having like interactions with certain people, like in certain areas, like where, like, you know, I was with these people and this, like, he was naming like landmarks around the city and different towns. Yeah, like kind of really just appealing to the fact that like these were people. Like yeah. they just have they just have connections and lives, you know. And that goes on with any political rhetoric. You always try to dehumanize the quote unquote other, so you mm. don't look like a monster. You don't fall, yeah, you correct, right? Mm. And then you ask the question, "Well, who is my neighbor?" Well, it's that guy right over there. He's no different than you are, right? Yeah, yep. he might act different, have different beliefs, but like they still bear the image of God. Yeah. Right. And do we really think that if like the language barrier wasn't here and we were all sitting around a table that we wouldn't have probably more similarities than differences, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, that, right. that's, that's the, that's probably in my opinion, the best outcome of the internet is 
it has allowed like the the cultural differences are are becoming less and less because we're all borrowing like you know you got k-pop fans in the u.s and sort of the term cultural appropriation is the dumbest thing in the world to me because it's like that's how you bond like what do you anyway like by all means like share cultures what do you, what, what, what should we just not like what are you talking about fools I, I do I do think on the side of like the internet and social media, like this is one like place where you could have a silver lining. I actually just heard John Stewart talking about this on a talk show where like his hope was like social media gets a bad rap. Like it sucks. Like there's a lot of negative stuff about social media. If like the one silver lining is, is that they can actually shine a light on the atrocities of war and promote change like that's actually a pretty amazing thing that you know the the internet and the 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 uh connection socially that we have across the world could actually like really change something like yeah. in a positive way you know where it's like we can't hide from the horrors of war you know yeah so prayers for ukraine and uh we'll uh we'll we'll talk to y'all next time send me an email at church and other drugs at gmo.com patreon.com slash church and other drugs storefrontier.com slash church and other drugs kenan andrew thank you thank you thanks sir thank you There is no such thing as love in hell